Welcome to Brookstone's Be The One podcast. I'm your host, Avery Wolf, and I'm so glad you're joining us today. In today's episode, we're talking to middle school students, Josephine Meeks and Kate Depew. Josephine and Kate are in the upcoming middle school musical, Finding Nemo Jr., and they are here to share with us all about it. So without further ado, let's get to my conversation with Josephine and Kate. All right. Welcome, Kate and Josephine, to the Be The One podcast. I'm so glad y'all are here today. Is this your first time in our studio? Yes. Yes, Yes. it is. All right. What do you think? Do you like it? I do. Yeah. I it's really we had this. Yeah. <laughs> I know y'all are actually the first middle school students for us to ever interview in this studio. So that is really exciting. And we have you here today because Finding Nemo Jr. is coming up, not this weekend, but next weekend. And we wanted y'all to tell us more about that. But before we get there, I want y'all to introduce yourselves, uh, tell us your names, how old you are, and all that good stuff. I'm Josephine. I'm 13, almost 14, and I'm in eighth grade. There you go. I'm Kate, and I am in sixth grade, and I'm 11 years old. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we're so glad y'all are here. Okay, so tell us a little bit about Nemo. Tell us about the show. Tell us your roles. Tell us who all is in the in the cast. Let's talk about Nemo. Okay, well, um, <laughs> uh, I am going to be playing Professor Ray and Crush the that. Sea Turtle. I'm very excited for that. Oh, my gosh. That and is so exciting. Uh, Nemo is played by Harry. What's his last name? Waddell. Waddell. Um, and Marlon is played Marlon by... Marlon is played by Jackson Fussell. Awesome. Awesome. Um, okay. And you I, are? I am Dory. Dory. Okay. And These are some... also I have some friends who are playing in the tank scene as people who Nemo are friends with. Yes. Oh, that's so fun. I cannot wait. Well, what is your favorite part about this show? Probably, this might be biased, but I really like the turtle scene. <laughs> I also really like the turtle scene. I think it's like the best like music in the oh, show. so fun. Well, that is one of my favorite scenes from the movie, so I can't wait to see how you guys do it in the play. All right, so tell me, um, are there puppets involved? How, how yes. is this being acted out, this famous animated movie? Yes, there are puppets, and... I think we're all going to be wearing white costumes or blue. Um, yes, we're going to have like a oh blue t-shirt. So okay. there aren't really costumes for the show, but we do have the puppets. Okay. Has that been a little tricky to learn how to work and to operate? Yes. Yeah. I, I'm i going to need to get like a flag belt to hold mine because <laughs> it's heavy. Is it really? Yeah. Uh, the Manta Ray one. It's oh, yeah. two people. We thought it was going to be three and then we thought it was going to be one. Okay. But all of my puppets are, mul- are a lot of people. So. Oh, that's so fun. Yes. Also, um, it's... It's been sort of hard to learn how to use the puppets because we just got them on Sunday. Really? So we are still, like, trying to do all the scenes that we've done before and, like, re-choreograph everything but with the puppets. With the puppets. That is an added layer of things you have to think about. I mean, not only only your lines and your stage presence, but then the mechanics of working this puppet. Well, I cannot wait to see it. Um, A lot. They actually look, like, pretty good. I thought it was going to be, like... I, I don't know, because we were renting them from the high school, and I thought that mm-hmm. it was going to be like, I don't know, paper mache, I guess, but they yeah. actually look really good. They're really good quality. That's Some awesome. of them are kind of weird. Like, the, <laughs> there's a puffer fish that's like a fanny pack. <laughs> it's like yeah. the shape of a fanny pack. Oh, they're, that's so neat. They're it, unexpected. It's unexpected. I love it. Yeah. Well, that's going to be part of the fun of the show. I think that it's sort of interesting how we get to use the puppets, mm-hmm. and that, like, sometimes, like, I understand this definitely needs the puppets, because... 
most of the characters are too big to just be played like in right. a costume. Yeah. Yes, it'd be That's very hard point. to portray a shark <laughs> yes. as being much bigger when when Mason's like he's tall, but he's not much taller than him. Harry. Well, it's going to be really fun to watch. So let's talk about um, the character breakfast. Um, first of all, describe what that is, but then also how will you do that with the puppets? So the character breakfast, it's like where we have this year we're having kids from kindergarten mm -hmm. through second grade who want to come and like see a sort of a preview of the show uh -huh. and like get to meet the characters can like come early in the morning and they get to have breakfast, they get to like color coloring sheets, and they get to see us do a dance from mm -hmm. the show. Oh, that's going to be it's fun. It's always really fun. Uh, it's probably one of the highlights of my show because mm -hmm. I grew up going to most of the character breakfasts. Yes. And it's just like so fun to see these people who right. like you usually would just see in a Brookstone uniform right. like as a totally different person. Right. It's mm -hmm. going to be a little bit harder with our puppets. Mm -hmm. We're going to have a few characters come out at a time. Okay. And I think what we're going to do is we're going to get some substitute push puppets like the crush oh, puppet good, yeah which is mm -hmm. like four people yes yeah. it's too big to yeah. carry throughout <laughs> the crush puppet so. is four people so we're getting a smaller turtle puppet and using okay. that as crush instead so oh, that's good they'll still get the ex to experience this really fun character that's awesome but we i think we're giving out a few posters too it's like autographs. yes we're gonna assign posters and then the kids oh, get so to fun. take that that's gonna be so much fun yes. so i mean and the kids love yeah. Love looking up to the older kids and getting their picture made, and it gets them so excited about the show. Mm -hmm. So Finding Nemo in the movie doesn't have music. So what songs will you be singing? Is it throughout, or is it just like a couple of songs? It's pretty consistent. Is I mean, it? like okay. a lot of the songs like really have like it's a lot of dialogue and mm -hmm. lines and. It really the songs aren't just singing for no mm -hmm. reason. They're singing to tell the story. Okay, it, it, they really just take place of all the lines that would have been in the movie. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. there's a jellyfish scene, and uh, it starts with some lines, and they're debating whether they should go over or under the trench, and they mm -hmm. eventually go over, which is not what they were told to do, because yeah. Dory sees something shiny, mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, but it's just about how. Marlin starts to panic, mm -hmm. and then he's like, Dory, let's play a game. Uh, whoever can get out of the jellyfish first without getting stung wins. And it's um, a, the Just Keep Swimming song, but yes. it keeps faster, oh, and it's about them racing, and it's really fun. Oh, mm -hmm. cute. And also, I think that if – I think we could have done it without music, but mm -hmm. I think adding in, like, the songs and dances is a lot more fun. It's oh, a lot yeah. more fun for the and kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like Josephine mm -hmm. said, um, it does uh, take up lots of the lines because, mm -hmm. like – there's a lot of dialogue in it. It's not mm -hmm. just like singing la 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 <laughs> like the whole time for no yeah, reason. It's right. like all of the dialogue just spun in with music and That's a few awesome. different words. Well, I know the kids are going to love it. We can't not wait to see it. We've already got tickets. So, um, okay. So tell me, um, being a part of the theater, is this, this is not either one of your first plays. Y'all have been involved in the theater for a while now. So what, what do you love about being a part of Brookstone Theater? Uh, I like that it gives you a chance to like reach out to reach out to other grades because I remember when I started sixth grade and I had my sixth grade friends but I didn't really know anyone else mm -hmm. in the other grades mm -hmm. well except for Stuart uh -huh. and uh, <laughs> but like when I did the play I got to know Martha and Ezra right. and like all those people really well mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it was just really fun to like be able to see them and be like hi Martha. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's so fun. What about you, Kate? Um, I think it's just like fun to like feel the rush of like being on stage mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. like having fun, just like expressing yourself in a different way. Right. And you right. also do get to make a lot of new friends in different grades that yeah. you probably wouldn't have otherwise. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's kind of just a place where people like set down whoever they are at school or like whoever they talk to at school mm-hmm. and then just like make new friends. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of feel like I'm in kindergarten again. It's really fun. Oh, that's awesome. All right. So what are some of the skills you acquire while being a part of the theater? Some of the things you learn about yourself and learn to do that might be new. Um, you definitely learn how to like make your voice go up and down for sure. And like <laughs> how to memorize things quicker because mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. to read all your lines and do all the music and do all the dances. And mm-hmm. on top of that, you also have to like keep up with your schoolwork. So you have to like know that you can do it and it helps you a lot that's true honestly Mm -hmm. for me it's more about what happens like while you're performing but Mm -hmm. you're backstage because like Mm -hmm. the rush the quick the who goes here how like who goes here like switching Mm -hmm. and this was really for the jungle book too because you had to change costumes Uh and probably really fast right and but now it's just changing puppets which is still difficult because you got to be gentle right and it's just about time management being able to Mm -hmm. do things fast and Mm -hmm. then putting on a new face to go on stage that's awesome yeah I think every time you do something like this you learn new things about yourself and things that you didn't know you could do um so you kind of have to stretch yourself a little bit um, so, so this year, uh, we were talking earlier, this play is open, not just to the middle schoolers, but to the fifth grade, correct? Yes. So tell me how that has changed things. When I was in sixth grade and we did the jungle book, I think we had 11 people in total for cast. Mm-hmm. So everyone had probably around four parts mm-hmm. that they had mm-hmm. to learn lines for, learn songs for, learn choreograph for. Mm-hmm. And it's just a lot easier with a lot of people to take right. in those roles. Definitely. And uh, I like seeing a lot of new like boys doing it because right. it used to be, I think we had two boys our first year, maybe mm-hmm. three. Mm-hmm. And now we have, it's divided equally. That's awesome. And I remember like last year for Aristocats, mm-hmm. almost the entire cast was girls and there were only four, bo- four boys doing the entire show. <laughs> So this year, there are a lot more. There are a lot more, and that's, like, that's, a good thing because I feel like thing. they're getting more comfortable with, like, going right. out there, and they don't really right. care right? if their, like, friends say that they can't. Right. Well, it also shows that you guys have done such a good job in the theater that it makes people want to be a part of it, that it looks like it's fun, it is fun, and that encourages other people to come out. So that's really exciting. Um, Okay, so if you could tell anybody, this is your moment to sell this show. If you could say you want to come see Finding Nemo Jr. because, how do you finish that statement? It's really just unique with the puppets and stuff. You want to come see Finding Nemo Jr. because of how just we play the puppets, how we add songs into the lines, and just how fun it is to be on stage. That's awesome. I'd say, like, you can see all of this stuff happening, like, under the ocean. And, like, you've already seen the movie before, so you can expect something a little different then from the play. Mm -hmm. And also, it's just a really fun production. It's, like, really funny and cute. That's awesome. And just, like, it's just a spin on an original cartoon. And also, I know a lot of people are coming because of the song, like... Where's, Where's my, my dad? dad? 
Oh, yes. That went a little bit viral. Yes. 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 I know. <laughs> well, we can't wait to hear that song. Then. So if you yes. want to see yes. Harry do that in front of a bunch of people, come to Finding Nemo. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I will put, for our listeners, I will put how to buy tickets in the show notes so they can click and buy their tickets um, before they're sold out. So, And y'all are doing three productions, right? A Friday, Saturday, yes. and a Sunday show. Mm-hmm. And also the mm-hmm. um this one's a little bit longer than the plays in the past. It's like 15 oh, minutes longer, I think. Good to know. Okay. Because it's like an hour long. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, it, I know it will be so worth it, and it's going to be fantastic. And I know my little girl is just ecstatic. She can't wait to come see it. So, um, Okay, so now I told y'all earlier I ask all of my grown-up guests these two questions, but I want to hear from you from your middle school perspectives. What are your favorite books or what is the book that maybe has had an impact on you? Um, so who wants to go first? Uh, I'm probably going to say we read uh, Tuck Everlasting mm-hmm. in like fifth grade. Fifth grade books were so good. Yes. Like we read Tuck Everlasting and Number of the Stars. Mm-hmm. And those are probably some of my favorite books to this day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like Number of the Stars just put like a unique because, like, a lot of Holocaust books are about, like, the Jews' perspective. Mm-hmm. But this was the perspective of people who weren't Jews and, like, mm-hmm. trying to defend people who were mm-hmm. Jews. Mm-hmm. And just the way that they smuggled them over to Denmark, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Somewhere. Sweden, and I think. I don't know, though. <laughs> it was really it was really unique. And Tuck Everlasting because you're always asked, like, would you rather – or, like, when I think of living forever, I feel like, oh, my gosh, that'd be amazing. And then Tuck Everlasting, like, shows, like – how it really isn't and how the girl chooses to not drink the water and mm-hmm. not live forever, mm-hmm. which is like a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. But like it was like it's like bittersweet. It's mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. You know, when we have Miss Smith Bufus on here, she talked about Tuck Everlasting too and how much she loves that book. Mm-hmm. All right, what about you, Kate? Um, I think my favorite book would be also like Number of the Stars or mm-hmm. Wonder. Oh yeah. I really liked I Wonder because it was mm-hmm. like it was a different book than what I've, like, read before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was just, like, about being kind and not judging by, like, right. appearances. Right. And including everyone. Mm-hmm. Also, in fourth grade, we read a book called Out of My Mind. Mm-hmm. And it was about a girl who um, couldn't, like, she was in a wheelchair and she couldn't use. So she, like, couldn't use her legs or arms or she couldn't talk uh-huh, and she had to. Uh-huh. And it was just about her life, and, like, she was super smart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she had to figure out how to, to like, how to, like, live right, right. with her disability. Wow. Those sound like really good books. I have not read that one. So, okay. Well, those, um, those are great recommendations. All right, now moving to advice. Now, I know that you guys get wisdom poured into you all the time, but is there something that sticks out at you like, that was a really good piece of advice someone gave me? This might sound silly, mm-hmm. but um, in the office, Dwight got advice from Michael, uh, <laughs> kiss, keep it simple, stupid. And honestly, that's kind of helped me a lot with school because like, I feel yeah. like whenever I'm writing, I always want to overcomplicate things when I'm fancy words to impress my teachers, right. try to do this, do this, 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 to like make sure I'm playing it safe. But mm-hmm. also, it, mm-hmm. I would end up with like five pages and something that only needed to be done in two. Right. And right. I don't know, that kind of helped me. Yes, there you go. Some, that is <laughs> very logical. And sometimes that is just really great advice. So, <laughs> um, this is a quote. I don't know who it's from, but if plan A doesn't work, there are still 20 
five more letters to go. <laughs> so, like, if you if your first plan doesn't work, just keep trying. Yeah, there you go. I love it. I love it. That is very sound wisdom from both of you. Yes. Um, well, thank you, ladies, so much for being on this podcast. And we cannot wait to come see you shine on stage. Um, really, y'all have two of my favorite characters in this entire movie or now play. And um, and I can't wait to come and watch it. So thank y'all for being here today. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you. I hope you all enjoyed that conversation with Josephine and Kate, two of our amazing middle school students. We can't wait to watch them shine in Finding Nemo Jr. next week. To get your tickets before they sell out, click the link in the show notes. And if after listening to this interview, you are interested in finding out more about how your student can become a part of the Brookstone family, reach out to Ann Parker, our Director of Enrollment, for more information. Her contact info is also in the show notes. I'm Avery Wolf. Thank you for listening today. We're grateful for you and for your support of this podcast. And to all the Brookstone Cougars out there, always remember to be the one.